Friendshiping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. We're sponsored by Overcast, an independent podcast app that embraces the open world of podcasting instead of locking it down. No exclusives, no premium content, no paywalls, just a great podcast app for everyone. Get it for free on the App Store. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This This is Friendshiping! And the theme this week is... Friendship Horny Explosion. Oh, I love those! (laughs) That's exciting. Friendship between humans has many benefits But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits View friendship at the problem Hi, you. Hey, babe. You started my Monday off beautifully by gifting me a plant. Oh, Several plants, technically. Jen! I have a new hobby of... Well, new is very relative. Yeah. Um, I, so when you have plants in your home. Over time, you, you clip those plants and you take pieces off of them. And part of it is because, I don't so a uh, hot plant tip for you guys in internet, if you take a part of the top of a plant, like the ends of a plant, then the bottom of it will start growing in more fully. Oh, yeah. Is that a similar concept to um, a couple of years ago, I couldn't get my tomatoes to ripen. So the internet said, take off some of those unripe tomatoes. Yes. Yes. And I, it really broke my heart to do that. Deadheading, Deadhead. I think is that what that's called. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, at least that's what it's called when it's flowers. But yeah, because the plant needs to focus where the energy is. It's kind of like on Star Trek when they're like, focus all powers on the rear shields or whatever. <laughs> that's what the plant is doing. Got it. So when I take those clippings, um, sometimes I have a place to put them and sometimes I just don't. And so I, uh, I had a snail terrarium that I dropped and I broke the door off of so the snails would escape. But you know what can't ever escape is a plant. That's right. They're so, not going anywhere, baby. So over time, I, I just planted these little pieces of the my trash plants inside of this trash terrarium. And I think it looks pretty good now. But um, yeah, and it's got like nine or ten cultivars inside of it, which a cultivar is a variety of plant. So it's kind of almost like a breed of dog. It's a fake thing that we made up. Yeah. This doesn't yeah. happen in the wild. <laughs> You know? Yeah. And then I immediately went to Brown Elephant, that resale shop in my neighborhood, and bought a new broken terrarium. Look at you, turning I'm... trash to treasure into trash again. I really, uh, Jen, I love trash. Yeah. You're kind of a trash heap. I really <laughs> love it. In the it. best, beautiful way. Do, so, Jen, um, as we all know, uh, you're a Zoomer. You're like 15 years old. Yeah. So <laughs> you're not familiar with Fraggle Rock, but... Or unless you do have an older brother who's like 20 years older than you. Yeah, I've heard of it. You've heard of Fraggle. Yeah, and I I could point it out in the lineup. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Fuck but yeah. I've never watched it. I like I couldn't do that for like Electric Company or whatever the hell came like in the 70s. But uh, Fraggle Rock, there was a character called the the Great Trash Heap. <laughs> and I, Jen, Google it because I identify with this character so much. It's like it's a giant like compost heap that the Fraggles. Oh, will- I recognize this dude. I think oh my it, god! I love I love them. Look at oh my god! This is you, Trent. I genuinely <laughs> I think it was, it was actually like my Slack profile picture for a little while. I was gonna say this is oh my god! This is perfect. I love to be a trash person. It makes me feel really good. This conversation and your gifted of money plants this morning are the soothing aloe to what was an otherwise disappointing morning of the Oscar nominations. Oh, okay. One, I ignored the Oscar nominations. Good for you. That was the correct move. Because um, yesterday on Twitter, someone was like, the Oscar nominations are coming out this week, so we're all going to be really mad. And I foolishly, arrogantly was like, not me. I'm a normal person. I have other things I'm going to be <laughs> angry about. Wrong. So wrong. I'm pissed. JLo got snubbed. We're well, so, hustlers. What? Okay. So, so two things. One, 
Jay, uh, have you seen Hustlers? Oh yeah. And so I watched Hustlers, and I was not prepared for the depth of emotion that I was going to experience watching Hustlers. Yep. It was friendship. It was uh, punishing people who never get punished. It was um, you look gay. Yeah, it was a little queer. It, yeah. It could could it have been gayer? Yes. Yes. But you know what? Nothing's perfect except for J Lo's ass and her face. Everything. Like, her pores. So like I know that like like logically I know rich people will always be more attractive than I could ever be because they invest within their own bodies. Yeah. You know. But you want to know what J Lo is a very worthwhile investment. Yeah. Oh I would my buy God. stock. I, yeah, I would buy stock. <laughs> I mean, J Lo. Is like the perfect like like J someone like J Lo obviously has a team of people to make her look like that. Yes, absolutely. Obviously, it's like worth it. Worth it. I'd be proud to join that team. Right. I <laughs> uh, would like I'd buff. Yeah, <laughs> but also it's genetic. Like someone posted oh, yeah. a photo of J Lo's mom on the red carpet, who's like in her seventies, and you would have like, whoa. Oh yeah. She could also get, get it. it. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> So J-Lo, you know, obviously not just a pretty ass. Um, she produced the film, directed? Yeah, I think her? she was heavily involved. And I know the scene where she does the big dance routine was initially just supposed to be like a finale of her like finishing the routine. But J-Lo went full hard J-Lo and like <gasps> conducted the whole. Of course she like, did. I know. And it's just a great movie. And she, yeah. did, she was really well acted. And I'm really mad she got snubbed among other people. Like I there mean, are a lot of people that got snubbed, but that's the one I'm focusing on today. Like, obviously, okay, so here's the thing. It's living in this modern world. Nobody's like shocked. Yeah, that, that yeah, the Oscar yeah. didn't happen. But like, it's it's just really fucking disappointing. Yeah. And, and you can still be disappointed if you're not shocked. Right. And like, don't no one go on Twitter and be like, the Oscars don't matter anyway. Don't do that. I don't I know that. Right. It's true and not true at the same time. Absolutely. I'm not equating this with other things happening in the world. It's just my personal disappointment when I woke up to a group text popping off about <laughs> how angry people were. The first text I saw from my husband today was, 8, 12 a.m. So I was still asleep. All caps. The disrespect of Jennifer Lopez. This is an atrocity. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And then someone replied, wow, I can't wait to find out what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the thing is, like, I, when we say, like, every day is a fresh hell in this modern <laughs> world. Today's hell. J-Lo deserves an Oscar for being married to Ben Affleck. But Jen... I'm sure that was a hell of a performance. It was a lot. <laughs> Do you think that that was for publicity? Probably. In the way, like, a lot of couplings yeah yeah and like sometimes couples i think are for publicity and the couple doesn't realize it totally you know like they're like i love the so okay like i i know nothing about celebrities today i do know that camilla cabello and sean mendes (laughs) that is so hilariously by design it's just seems so 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 here's the thing it's like Britney Spears and Justin, I almost said, sorry, I almost said, (laughs) literally almost said just a different Justin. It was like Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears dating. It's like that probably could have just happened naturally because of like their like proximity to each other. And like, and also who the fuck else is Britney Spears in 2001 going to date? I know. Like who could possibly be in the arena of understanding what it's like to be Britney Spears? Who would Camila Cabello in 2020 date other than Shawn Mendes? However... This is obviously like two producers put them in rooms together over and over and over again. It's like getting dogs to breed. Fingies crossed, <laughs> hoping that a golden doodle will come out of this. Right. You know, it was uh, my favorite story about those two um, is that so there were like some award show, like like lower tier awards, like the VMAs or something was on a Sunday. But on a Saturday, a story leaked 
that Sean Mendes and uh, Camila Cabello are cuddling at the VMAs. And people are like, well, the VMAs hasn't happened yet. So, so someone accidentally published the article before the event right. happened. Which is, once again, like, will they cuddle at the VMAs? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like, are you doing your due diligence by doing as much work ahead of time as possible? Yeah. Like, you're not making the wrong moves here. Okay. Nobody's wrong. Right. We're just saying this is really fucking funny. You know who I think is really in love? Who? Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, man. I actually think, don't they have an open marriage? Yeah. Yeah. That's and fucking I'm, awesome. Great for them. And they separated for a while, I'm almost positive. They have such a wonderful relationship with their kids. Like, if when I think of, like, marriage goals, I think more along the lines of Jada and Will. Because Jada and Will have obviously stayed their own... Man, can you believe the celeb chat we're I having know. today? I know. Pop culture corner with Jen and Trin. But, like, I love Will and Jada because they've clearly allowed each other to be individuals together. And they navigate their feelings. There's no sunk cost fallacy here. They're like, if this doesn't work for me right now, we're going to fix it and do something different. Yeah, we're going to pivot. They've continually done something different. And that is what allows them to be happy together still, I think. That's I, my goal. I agree. Yeah, I think that's a good goal because they're allowing each other to grow and change. Yeah. And they're also like, they're in an odd, odd position with like red carpet and attention and paparazzi oh, yeah. and stuff. Like, how do you fuck Will Smith? <laughs> You the know? scrutiny, the level of scrutiny. How do you fuck Wild Wild West? How do you not think, oh my God, Will en- Willennium? Oh my God, it's Will. You know, like yeah. it, like that is that's that's real. Like when you're talking about a human being who is also the Willennium. I know. And then Jada Pinkett Smith was in the Matrix. Oh yeah. You could you have sex with the Matrix? I don't think I could. I don't think I could, could really and have. <laughs> So you really, you just like let go and let the matrix happen to you? <laughs> like I would need to get high. Yeah. So I could like let go of all my feelings of like for the matrix reloaded. I wear a long black trench coat. <laughs> Throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, trench boy. coat's on. <laughs> you know, Jen, every once in a while we have a set of banter that reminds me of why we get along. Yeah. And today is not one of those examples. <laughs> Should we do the question? I think, uh, I think it's your turn to read it. It is. And I'm excited to read it. I, I really like this question. I think that this person is in. So like I never don't. Let's let's talk about this. I never don't like the question. Yeah, totally. I but never some hate them, the Some asker. of them spark a little like, oh, oh, I want to talk about that kind of thing. So here's the thing. I you know what I think it is. It's every time we get a question from somebody who is somewhat femme and who is gay, I'm just like, I love them and yeah. I want the best for them. And it's only because of my own narcissism. I'm just like, I see myself in this and oh, I love but you. They, and this me. person also signed their signed their question, a lost baby queer, oh, which is like, that is trend bait. That trend is going to want to put you in her pocket. <laughs> I'm going to want to put you in a pram and yeah. take you to yeah. the park trin, and feed the ducks. A trend is going to swaddle you yeah. and give you advice. I love this person. I'm going to adopt them. They're going to be one of my by dozen adult children. <laughs> God, all my adult children are just a decade younger than me. Dear Jen and Trin, dear you, mm-hmm. I, she, her, moved to my current liberal West Coast city five years ago to live with my partner, he, him. Our relationship is going really well. And we got married last year. I love the, that phrasing. Yeah. Like, our relationship is going super well, and, and we, we got, got married, married a year ago. That's so funny. Like, I never would have written it like that, and right. I love it. Like, because the, what, what they're saying is, like, I'm happily married. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But they totally, like, picked it apart. It's right. It's kind of great. If someone, Five years ago. Yeah. You've been, that's a long time. You live there. Whatever. Yeah. This is not new anymore. It's fine. My life in my new city that I moved to five years ago, <laughs> half a decade ago, yeah. is great. 
A few years ago, I joined a hobby that provides a great sense of community for me, and I genuinely love doing it. The community surrounding the hobby is also extremely liberal and is known for being pretty queer. My guess is this is plants, knitting, or rocks. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, I wonder what the hobby is. It's got to be something goofy and creative and, like, homemakey. Uh, ceramics. liberal and known for being pretty queer. Ceramics is pretty gay. Yeah. What else is gay? Glass blowing? That's so gay. Yeah, it's pretty gay. Recently, I met a new person. Let's call her Belinda. You know, <laughs> you know us too well. Yeah. Ask her. And I thought she was really cute. We clicked instantly. And after a few good conversations, I asked if she wanted to get coffee, which she did. And I had a genuinely great time. It seemed like we both want to keep talking and hang out some more. She has since reached out a few times to ask if I would be at the hobby or start a small conversation. And I've done the same. So here's the problem. How do I move forward with this queer friendship if I would kind of sort of prefer it to be a romantic relationship? My husband and I aren't strictly monogamous, although it's mostly worked out that way. I just haven't really been interested in dating, although it is on the table. Belinda and I are early enough in our relationship that our relationship could go either way, but she doesn't know that I'm non-monogamous since it's not something that comes up much and I especially wouldn't want to bring it up on like a first thing. I do know that she is single and looking to date people. Although I do have a crush on her, I would be totally, genuinely fine with just being friends. How do I navigate this situation and move forward with our friendship? Should I just tell her everything I told you? No, I don't want to scare her off if she isn't interested in being romantic, either because we're not a good fit or because I couldn't be a primary partner. Please help. Sincerely, Lost Baby Queer. Ooh, LBQ. Yeah. <laughs> So I think we have to do our disclaimer at the top of the show, right? Yes, Not a absolutely. disclaimer so much is like, let's get this out of the way first. Right. This, so this person seems to be like, you know, sensitive and caring and thinking about all sides. But just in case you're not, definitely discuss this with your partner. Because even if you discussed opening up your marriage or you dating somebody else like four years ago, that's definitely not the same. Like the context is different. The, the asker said that they haven't been strictly monogamous. But it's on the table. It's on the table. Make sure that the table hasn't changed. Yeah, the settings of the table might have changed in the last year, in the last week. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, open marriage usually doesn't mean just date whoever you want. And this is more for the audience, not really for the asker. I feel like the asker seems to have a pretty good grasp on this. But like when you, when you open up your, your marriage, when you open up your partnership, the context of the person can alter how your partner feels about the relationship. Um, you're already thinking deeply about this. You're already saying things like, well, she might want a primary partner and that's not something that I could be. That kicks ass. Yeah. Just make sure that all three of you are involved in this discussion. Yeah, because um, it's I, I'm pretty confident that Asker knows this already, but just we'll say it anyway. Like a blanket yes to all all dating is probably not what's on the table. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's so rare. Like, yeah. we're not going to say that that's an impossible thing because, like, there's plenty of people who, like, you know, have dabbled with that or, like, on and off. But just make sure that everybody's feelings haven't changed and, like, continually check in, continually get consent. That's the best way to to go forward with this, whether or not you just be friends or not. Okay, cool. I feel like we covered that. Yeah. Okay, back to the the heart of the question, which was, what do I do about this person I, <laughs> I sort of have it. a crush on, but not, would be cool being friends with? So my instinct here was, fuck, I don't know. But my <laughs> second instinct was, I think you got to wait and get to know each other a little bit more. Because this still feels like a new new relationship to me, a new yeah. friendship. 
I totally agree. I, I think that the first step is getting to know each other better, agnostic of whether or not you become friends or become romantic partners. You're right. It is not my marriage is open is not really the first thing that you drop <laughs> on somebody. Do you want you to know? hang out? P.S. My marriage is open. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. You know, um, but that is something that people talk about with their friends. You know, that is something that people talk about with people that they want to date. It just seems like you need to become more comfortable with this person until the point where you feel safe talking about these things. And whether or not you became friends or smooched, you would want to reach that level in your friendship. Exactly. It's a good step to reach regardless of whatever happens. Like you asked us, should I tell her everything I told you? Uh, no. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. I think this is a good first draft for getting out all your feelings and confusion. I think you did a really good job of explaining the situation to us and yourself. But um, you also said, I don't want to scare her off. The fact that that even is a thought that occur- occurred to you means not yet. Yes. Like you, you didn't tell us this person is extremely open and we've talked about open marriages before and I don't think it would startle them. You said, I don't want to scare them off, which means you might scare them off or you just don't know them well enough yet. When I read this question, I, I drew on. Um, so I've not personally been in an open uh, relationship, but I have had lots of very close friends to me who have been in re- open relationships. And. The way that it has historically worked out for my friends uh, has been that eventually you just get so horny that you explode. Ah, I'm so horny. Right. Like eventually it's just kind of like you reach the point of no return and it's like, hey, guess what? We could smooch. I don't know. You know, and like, and it sucks that I have to say, like, wait for that moment. But there's a reason why that moment occurs is because, OK, all the switches were flipped. All systems were go. I think that it is good to wait until you explode. I also feel like there are probably some leading, not leading questions, but like topics that you can broach with your friends, such as like talking about your sexuality, talking about like how you came out, how you recognized your your bisexuality or pansexuality. Did they specify? Uh, They didn't. Okay, that's fine. So um, bi plus, pan plus, whatever, however you you identify, because I mean, do they know your orientation? Do they they even know that yet? Right. Yeah. Well, they probably I'm going to say so because she keeps saying queer community. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's a good way of because that's how they met. Right. Yeah. Like it's kind of like, Jen, like, you know, when I walk into a room and I have like all my bisexual pins on and like my they them pin and like everything like like sometimes you can just like signal. Oh, totally. Sometimes you can smell the gay. (laughs) Like a fragrance. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it might be time for you to bust out your bisexual flag Apple Watch band. Oh, you know, lovely. like, yeah. I, and like, I, um, I, you don't have to wear things on your sleeve, especially if you're not comfortable with it. But this seems like a place where you could be safe and, and indicate some way. Like do a little a little flagging. I think so. Just I think that's I think that would be good. A flagging. So Jen and I just had a long conversation about celebrities opening up their marriages. Like things can actually come up naturally. That's the thing is that this all of these things, the fact that it hasn't come up naturally indicates to us that you're just not in that stage yet. You've got to you've got to get to stage two, which requires you to just get to know them better. Yeah. Ask them questions. Like holistically. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Favorite color. Yeah. (sighs) And you're like, mine are pink. Blue, blue and, and lighter purple. blue. Purple, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or or uh, was it a yellow, red, and I don't know. The pansexual flag is just not as good as the bisexual flag. I'm just not going to lie about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, um, So, like, right now, your feelings probably feel pretty urgent. Like, what do I do? Do I do something? Should I talk? Should I not talk? Like, But that doesn't mean you have to take action right away. Feelings that are big and important and confusing feel like they demand action right away. This is something I talked about with my therapist. 
which is why it's so painful. You're like, I need to do something. I'm, I'm feeling anxious and I want to do something. Uh, but you don't have to act yet. That just, it doesn't mean you're not going to act ever. Right. But I Ooh, think the I like action that. you're going to take is getting to know this person. And you can just enjoy having a crush for a little while. Oh, that's such good advice. Part of the, the fun, fluttery feelings that you're having is that you don't know this person very well and you're filling in the gaps with the best of your imagination. You could get to know this person better and be like, wow, I don't want to date them at all. Yeah, you might not like their company in six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, after you're done making ceramics together, you might not have anything to talk about. Yeah. Get to know them in other contexts, too. Yeah. If you're taking a class together, maybe. Although you did get coffee, so that's a new context. Totally. Yeah. But being like, uh, let's take uh, Metalworking 101 together, Aww. which I just signed up for. Oh, I knew it. I knew you were about to say that. I'm so excited That's awesome. For it. I, just, I reached this point, you know, when like you're doing creative work and you just realize that you're depleted and you need to fill your brain up with new shit. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, I'm trying to listen to completely fucking different music, doing completely different fucking skills because it's just like I need to like refill the shit. Mm -hmm. Anyway, take Metalworking together. Yeah. Write poems adorable. together. How about have like a um, an ongoing haiku that you guys are both contributing to? That's delightful. They also said, uh, quote, although I do have a crush on her, I would be totally genuinely fine with just being friends, unquote. I'm really glad they mentioned that. I'm too. That's cool. Because um, sometimes friendship is not on the table. Which is it's fine. Like, yeah, totally normal. If you're like, I have such a crush on this person, then it's either we're going to date or we're not going to be friends. Very common. Or I'm physically attracted to them, and that's if, really about it. Yeah, I, I just want to bang, and I don't mind. want them to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that means that your preference isn't strong enough yet, or you just need to gather more information. Go on a fossil hunt like Trin does. Yeah, go digging around <laughs> in her body. Uh, yeah, I yeah. said it out loud. But yeah, so like I, I feel really, this is another one of those questions where it's like the solution is just like really, really, really simple which is like you you need to get to know this person better either way. And that sucks because, again, like Jen said, you are feeling the immediacy of these feelings and you want to act on them. Part of the fun is acting on them is the, oh, so tell me a little bit about you. Yeah. Oh, like, Part of the acting is getting to know this person. Yes. You mentioned how supportive your partner is, um, your male partner, your your husband. Have you... Is it, I, I, and I don't mean have you discussed this with him as far as like I need to get permission or something like that. Ask him what his thoughts are on you attempting to date this person. He knows you way better than us and you actually have laid the Mac down on him. So he could tell you how best to lay the Mac down on somebody else. Yeah, they'll have some good insight. And it could also be that your your boo doesn't want any part in this, which is also like a totally fine way to like do an open a marriage and an open relationship. But if in the process you want him to give you some advice about like how best to handle this, how you are the most charming, I think that he would be a good source for that. Yeah. So, Trin, I feel like the headline of your advice was not just talk to your partner about this, but talk to your partner about this person. Yeah. In particular. Yeah. 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 And he'll be like, uh, have you tried uh, throwing on the wheel with her like in Ghost? Oh, Ghost. You know, <laughs> like her sitting behind you rubbing your shoulders while you like do the ceramics. And you're like, bitch, I have not tried that. And yeah. I will. Yeah. I'm going to Whoopi Goldberg this. <laughs> Man, I haven't seen that movie in like, I mean, I'm only 15, but I haven't seen it in like 15 years. Yeah. But when you saw it in the womb. Yeah. When you were just a twinkle in your mama's eye. 
Is there anything else you want to say? If, we could talk about like ways to not handle this. Yeah, we could talk about how you could how this could go poorly. <laughs> like don't don't be like in class and like do like the yawn stretch and then put your arm around her. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um don't be like, "Hey, my marriage is open." Yeah. Come in come into class with two coffees. Sit down next to her. Probably down say, "Hello, babe. My marriage is open." Point to an empty chair and be like, "Hey, that chair is open. So is my marriage." <laughs> Oh, I love That's it. That's so bad. It might work. Uh, oh, so atrocious. Oh, my God. Do you bring her a blank invitation. No, 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 no. Okay, let me. Let me oh, yeah, let me, do let it. Me, let do me, it. Let's go back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, bring her an envelope and, and she opens it inside. It's an invitation and it just says, to my marriage. <laughs> Flip through your calendar and be like, "Huh, I got a lot of I got a lot of September open, mm. kind of like my marriage." <laughs> this is so this is so good. Um, I we should transition to dating advice. That's a good idea. I like this. So we do this every now and again, where it's a question that is friendship, but it's also dating. Yeah, because I think friendship and dating overlap way more than we've been taught. I feel like friendship and dating should overlap a lot. Agreed. Like, fucking doesn't need to overlap with friendship, and we don't do whatever you need. Yeah, consenting adults, we don't care. Dating, I think, is different than fucking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For the purpose of this show, they are. Right. Yeah. And you could do whatever you want. Jen, do you want to improv? Oh, Lord. Let's just improv. (laughs) Let's just close this out with one. Do you want I feel like you want to be the asker. Yeah, totally. Okay, so I'm in an open marriage. Um, <laughs> this this is us doing it yeah, right now. This yeah. is how you're starting the conversation. <laughs> yeah, that was me in character. Whew, I'm getting sweaty in this sweater of mine. Okay. Okay, so we're in the ceramics lounge. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ceramics lounge. Yeah, and we're sitting on a chase together. And I am Belinda, and I'm e- eating uh, some Mike and Ikes. And, <laughs> I'm, and I'm hanging out waiting for our teacher to enter. Cool. Um, hey, Belinda. When do you think our teacher is going to walk through that door and open the door? Oh, God. Uh, well, I mean, it's like, you know, 105 right now. I mean, oh, look, the door's opening. So is my marriage. What do you, what do you, what? What do you mean? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is going so well. <laughs> so that's not what to do. But I think what to do is be like, maybe. <laughs> I would honestly, like. okay, so here's the thing. Like, I am not the asker. And I I'm not in an open relationship. So am I the worst person to ask for advice? Maybe. No. But what I would do, I would just wait until I wanted to explode. You know, like I would wait until the until I really, 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 really felt right. Because life's short, but life's also fucking long. Yes, totally. I was thinking that too. This doesn't have a deadline. Right. You're not going to die if you don't have sex with this person or hold their hand. Because, you know, this might be a romantic and not sex relationship. So, you know, as, as much as we've been talking about fucking because it's hilarious. Yeah. We um, just like to use the word horny on our bad friendship show as much as we can. Horny is a funny word. To describe something so common. Yeah. The word horny. And there's like not great al- alternates. No, I feel s- very sexual. And you also can't just <laughs> drop the word horny anytime. <laughs> hey, happy Monday. How was your weekend? I'm, I was feeling horny. I was horny the whole weekend. <laughs> like Friday hit and I was horny until Monday morning. Yeah. And I'd what just happened still. though? Why do you feel better now? 
Um, this has been Friendshiping with Jen and yeah, Trent. Woof. We need to end this. Yeah. Um, end our suffering. <laughs> this has been Friendshiping with Jen and Trent. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you may at do friendship. Friendship is spelled with I before E, except after C. And there's also another I in the letters ship. Well done. Thank you. You can follow us at Jen Dangerous at Trinitonic. You can email us a question. In fact, please email us your question about friendship. Friendshipingpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for designing. Thank you to Monica Verma, our agent. Thank you to Alex Cox, our podfather and audio daddy for making the studio work. Thank you to Molly Lewis for singing our theme song. And thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. You friendship at the problem. Crushed it. That was pretty damn good. This is the horniest episode we've done quite some time. Yeah, definitely of the year so far. Millennium.